discontinued gravy. Gravy. Discontinued gravy. Goal to simplify life and make it fun. Because we've been there. I mean, we were in our mid 20s. So we've seen it all. This is discontinued gravy. Nick, why did you say it like that? <laughs> what do you mean? Like you meant like the way you said we we are in our twenties. <laughs> yeah, I don't know I don't know what happened there. That just came out of my mouth. And I then don't... just so firm, one word answers. I just kinda uh I don't know what happened with that one. It sounded funny to me. I didn't I was too lazy to stop and do it again, so I just ran with it. And then <laughs> what came into my head was the one word answers. <laughs> wow. it's it's something in the air today, hey? It's It's been an odd day, that's for sure. It's, yeah, it's been an odd week. It's We say that a lot, don't we? we <laughs> every week on Discontinued Gravy is an odd week. Yeah. And Nick and Krista never leave the house, but always an odd week. It, honestly, it's actually, like, so, so damn accurate. <laughs> <laughs> actually, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How are you? How are you? How are you, Krista? <laughs> I'm doing okay. I mean, it's it's been hard. I don't have my car. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's Still. Um, yeah. I'm supposed to get a rental car allowance of soon. I don't right. know when, and I don't nope. know how long my car will be getting fixed for. There's been cars sitting in the shop for the same part since April. <laughs> oh. So. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so we will see. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, anyways, I'm, I'm done with the car stuff. What about you, Nick? What's up? No, not much. Not much. You know, nothing really that new. Just typical depot stuff. You know, I was trying trying to be proactive today because there's there's some there's some fancy stuff going down next week, and I'll tell you how that goes on next week's discontinued gravy. Um, You're not even gonna give us a little taste. There's a really big boss coming. Oh, okay. Big boss coming we're in. Gonna, we're going to see how how interesting that goes. I've never met this one before. It's going to be fun. Um, but uh, <laughs> I like how Nick has to try out the big bosses. Hey, man. It's, it's going to be a win or loss with this one. There's no there's no turning back once I go in on this one. Uh, anyway. Um, but a lot of stuff's changing over because, you know, Christmas is upon us, everybody. Um, so it's not like it's not like we're getting... Ex- we're get- ex- excuse me? What? Look, <laughs> Nick, it's, like... Octo- it's the first week of October. You'd be surprised. People have already been asking me where our Christmas lights are and where our trees are. So, Damn. Yeah, you tell me. But um, while I'm not a fan, we have to get, we just have to get the shelving ready. We don't have the stuff yet. We just got to get the shelving ready. But to do that, I, I need to take a lot of shit down. Anyway, mm-hmm. what were you going to say just to get it out? I just need to get it out. I think it's because people are afraid because the... The media is saying that things are going to be sold out this year. It's going yeah, to be we, a hard yeah, year. Yeah, we ran out of lights about two weeks when we got them. We ran out like mid-November. Oh, last year. Yeah. So who knows what this year happens. But anyway, so I was like, oh, okay. So I got to, you know, clear the upstock. You know, because that's where we put the, you know, displays and stuff. So I was like, oh, I'll get working on that, working on that. Great idea, right? You know, be proactive so next week's easier for me. So I'm like, I'm like, hey manager. He's like, yeah. I'm like, can I, can I, can I do this? Can I, where, where can I put all this stuff? There's a lot of stuff. I don't know where to put it. He's like, well, we gotta walk next week. I'm like, yeah. He's like, 
I don't want to put it anywhere. I'm like, oh. It's like, can you do it after the walk? I'm like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. So what turned into like a week and a half to do this, I now have four days to do all this stuff. <laughs> but it's not your fault you tried to do it beforehand. No, no, it has nothing to do with my fault. But it was like, you know, you know, like those one times you try to be actually proactive and actually do some work and then you get shut down. And you're like, oh, well, that was a waste of time. <laughs> I hate when that happens. That happened to uh, someone at one of my old jobs. Uh, they were trying to be proactive. It was like we, we were the new managers there and they wanted to get some keys made. They're like, nice. oh, like I'm gonna help you guys out, and I'm gonna collect all the keys and figure out where they go and label them yep. and put them all together on like one one key ring, and then yep. we can get them remade. Perfect. Got shut down straight away Why? by someone else, uh, because that's not their job. Oh, now like that's <laughs> stupid. <laughs> yeah, that that's harsh. Like, you know, my. My re- like, I totally understand the reasoning. You know, we don't want cluttered. Big guy coming. I understand. Let's just leave it up there. It's not that it can't be dealt Christmas with. Christmas decor can be quite messy, too. We, we can we can do this. It's not like it's an issue. It's just, you know, like, the moment you try to do something, and then it's like, oh, damn. Well, goes to see if I'll ever do it again. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, that's what I get for trying. Well, that's what I get. Hey, just quit. It's like trying, but easier. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, that's a little extreme. <laughs> that was like uh, one of my favorite lines. <laughs> I know. It's funny that you say that though, Nick, because um, I do think it's smart to keep your options open for jobs. Sure. Not not as soon as you get shut down on something no. to be like, <laughs> no, I quit, no. I'm out. You know, you can't no, no, do that no, with no. every job when something doesn't go your way. No, for sure. We don't want to do that at all. <laughs> yeah, because you... You know what? You gotta learn from things. You gotta grow as a person in a workplace. No, oh, yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, yeah. You gotta mm-hmm. build your way up. Mm-hmm. But I'm the type of person that, recently in the past um, year or two, I've always kind of just kept my eye open, looking for something. Yeah. And I'm not sure if it's more because we're at the time in our lives where we're looking for careers and more opportunity sometimes. Totally. And I like to think that when I'm in a place, I have my two feet planted and i'm 100 percent in which yeah. i am yeah well I, I i think you can be both like like as soon as you get hired for a job honestly you should probably start looking for your next one like yeah or, or at least know what your next plan is you know like, when employers ask what your next five-year plan is <laughs> yeah never say not with the company because ah. you're never going to get hired that way but have you um, done that well i i did once ah but- nick but like, I you thought didn't it want was the a job anyways. I thought it was a reasonable answer, and I yeah. was on good terms with this person. So like, it didn't, like it, it didn't matter. It didn't matter at the end of the day, and we'll get into this in a moment. But um, no, just like, always say you're gonna be there for five years. <laughs> <laughs> but in hindsight, maybe not the case. You gotta leave your doors open. Like you can absolutely commit to a company and still look around. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not like a relationship where you're locked down. Like, a job, like, unless they've made it amazing, you, they could fire you at any moment. They could lay you off at any moment, mm-hmm. right? Like, like they could cut you as quickly as you could quit, right? Like, goes yeah. both ways. Yeah, that was one of the most helpful things I learned when I left my last job was that 
Um, cause I was quite upset and it was a hard decision for me to do cause I really liked the company I worked for, but their yeah. opportunity just wasn't, events were gone. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> the know? whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the, the CEO of the company mentioned, he's like, you're a great employee, but this is one thing that someone told me and it was hard to hear, but it really does help at the end of the day, you can be replaced. Oh yeah. And like, oh, ouch kind of hurts coming from the ceo but he said that he got told that too it puts everything in perspective well yeah that that what what he's saying is never about the person you're saying it to but yes. in any way like look anybody can re- be re- replaced anywhere there are certain values and stuff that you can't replace mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. like for example i've always said like oh yeah home depot could replace me no problem no friggin problem (laughs) but they might have a hard time finding somebody as say personable as i am i'm pretty well connected within the entire store of people yeah like i'm on good terms the same values as you do right like i'm on good terms with everybody you know i'm not saying like i mean i do multiple departments but again that could be taught no problem i'm just saying like there are some things that you can't teach and can't replace not that that matters not that that me being connected to the whole store and knowing everybody really matters in the grand scheme of things in regard to Home Depot. But I think it's a value for a store. And I think somebody that a manager, myself, if I was a manager, that's something I would look for. Somebody who is able to connect with everybody. Because it's a lot harder to deal with somebody who doesn't like anybody. And somebody who likes <laughs> yeah, everybody. Yeah, and who's disconnected. Yeah. So, like, while, while, while you can be replaced, no problem. Easy peasy. You're going to be replaced every single time. It's not. It's not like... You know, they're going to just eliminate the job entirely, which they might, which almost feels worse. <laughs> I mean, if they really didn't need you, yeah. It almost feels worse when they just eliminate the job rather than finding you a replacement. <laughs> oh, my God. That's brutal. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, that, it. they're going to replace you. And you know what? You're better for that anyway. Yeah. And I mean, the only reason I'm bringing this up is because I know no one at my current job listens to this podcast. No one. There's no, there's no type of socialness <laughs> or work, you know, like work social. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. Type totally. atmosphere, uh, because of COVID, most of us were very separated. I joined during COVID, so I didn't yep. have these previous established relationships. Yep. I think the only person, people that know that I'm engaged, are my boss and my manager, because I was super excited and told them, and then one other girl, because I told the story earlier, she walked into the laboratory and I was all by myself and it was a week and a half later and I was like, oh, I've been dying to tell someone. <laughs> <laughs> but and they have no idea that this podcast is even going on. So yeah. I feel like I can talk a bit more about looking for jobs in that atmosphere because I don't think they're going to get offended. Well, they, they shouldn't. <laughs> I mean, like, you, you can always look for a job. Look, unless you have your absolute dream job, nobody is not looking for a job. You know what I mean? Like, even the freaking, you know, district manager of Home Depot or, you know, like, even a broadcaster, you know, it may not be the dream job. They're always looking for that next step. You know, like, and, and a lot of companies encourage it, especially if you're building within the company. They're absolutely, you know, they're always saying, check the career page, check the career yeah. page. Like, obviously, they don't want to necessarily tell you to leave but if it's within the company they'll absolutely want to look at you 
Yeah, I mean, for radio specifically, um, oh, God. very aware of station flips and people going from one time to another or even to just a different station. There, zero loyalty in radio. There's zero loyalty. And I don't Look, blame them because it's a cutthroat industry, right? It, we, it is. Like but... once, A lot of people, once they get the position that they want, whether it's morning or afternoon drive, they're going to hold on to that. They're going to... They're going to try for as long as they can, but it doesn't matter. Like, like radio is a completely different animal, frankly. Like, look, I can say all I want. I've never worked in a radio station to the point where I can get laid off. I know a bunch of people that have been laid off and they've only been in this thing for two, three years. Um, you know, like it, radio is a different animal. There's no nothing. They don't care. It doesn't matter. You're just a number to them and that whatever you accept that, you know, that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you're just a number to them. That's a harsh term, but I think it it's applies true. to a lot of different corporations, which is sad. It yeah. should it shouldn't be you're just a number to them. No, oh no, no. But you know, if you're a company that has hundred thousand associates, how can you keep track of that? Yeah. There, there. The only people that can fight for you are the people in said station, said store. You know, the CEO says screw them. What's the manager going to do? Going to fight yeah. for you? No. But I think the problem with that, too, is that the company's values don't necessarily align with what they're telling people. No, of course you know, not. Like they it, never do. It doesn't line up. They never do. They do for a period until you like get let go. <laughs> <laughs> like, they do until you're not there anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't know. Anyways, the reason that I'm bringing any of this up is because... Yes. My, myself, Krista Vanderhelm, had an interview for the first time in over a year. Wow. That's, wow. And it was weird. Why? I just feel like interviews are different now. I feel like they're a bit more disconnected. You know, you, you are doing it all virtually. You're not going in in person. You're not getting all excited to be like, ooh, I'm going to wear a cute outfit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just kind of throw on a shirt, look nice, but, you know, you're in your underwear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Camera, you know like, what I mean? Like, <laughs> chest down doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. It's pretty great. Yeah, and I mean, like, it was it was a good interview, great company, um, not-for-profit. Um they had very similar values to a job that I've worked previously. Nice. So very interesting. Um, I don't think it will work out. I'm not sure if they're even interested in me. But I don't know. it was just a good experience to go do. I always think it's a good experience to put yourself out there and take that interview because you don't know what's going to happen. They may not even offer you the job. So what does it hurt? You don't have to make any decision until that offer is actually on the table. That is one thing that was probably going to come at some point, but just to get it out of the way right now, no point in thinking about anything until you get the call. Because you can you can think about all you want. Do I really want this job? Are the days going to work for me? Who cares? You don't have the job yet. <laughs> <laughs> right? I, um, I remember when like the job search first started, when you get out of university or whatever, and you kind of start off being picky, right? You're like, oh, yeah. that doesn't really sound like somewhere I could like fit in or totally. or how does that like can I see myself there been what there. like you said the hours yep absolutely been there no 
It doesn't matter. Yep. You don't have the job. They probably don't even want you. Yeah, they don't, they don't care. <laughs> yeah, but the thing with job postings that I think a lot of people forget is they're coming up with a person that they don't even know exists yet, right? Or mm-hmm. can fit those qualities, mm-hmm. right? They're, they're building this position or person that they think might fit. Yeah. Doesn't mean you have to have every single quality they list. Sometimes they'll say five years experience. Doesn't yeah. necessarily mean you need five years experience. You it's can true. have three years, but you learned a lot in that three yeah. years. Yeah, it's true. It's true. The The listing doesn't always... Listing's generally like the ideal candidate, but very rarely does that ideal candidate ever apply um exactly so the timing you, on that you, would have to be can, perfect you can get in as you say you need five years experience but you got three years experience but you got one of those things that said would be a strong asset right like right. not necessary but you speak french you know what i mean like it, it's it's something that could be handy mm-hmm. but okay side note i know you're yeah. gonna go off on a tangent so i'm no. just gonna get my tangent in first feel free <laughs> I wish I learned French, like was put in French immersion or something, because mm. how helpful would that be? There's so many jobs out there that yeah. are in broadcasting or in yeah. PR and writing that's like, speaking French is a strong asset. It's like, well, yeah. I wish. There was definitely, there was definitely, there's a broadcasting job that I easily could have gotten. Like it wasn't honestly, like I shouldn't have gone for it. Like it's not enough money to, you know, do anything. But um, yeah, it was in Quebec. And I was like, they're like, it is English language broadcast, but to live in the city of Montreal, you should be able to speak French, <laughs> which is something <laughs> I cannot do very well at all. <laughs> Est-ce que je peux aller au toilette? Où est la pizza? Ah. Where is the pizza? That's what I got. I said, but... where, I said, I, I don't even know where, where's the bathroom? <laughs> That's a handy one to know. But um, no, it's just it's just it's one of those things, right? Like it 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 helps on a resume. It does. It, it does, and I mean, I think people forget that sometimes you can take a job just to also build your resume, right? You you oh, can yeah. take that job that's the in between of what you want to do. Yeah, just put it on the resume, as they say. It's good yeah, on the you, resume. Some people say it's easier to get a job once you have one. Like, that oh, saying yeah. goes around all the time. And I think oh. it's because there's less pressure on yeah. getting the job. Sure. Yeah. Because where I'm at now, like, I'm I'm happy, right? Yeah. But I have had conversations within the company of w- what is next. Well, totally. Right? And honestly, that conversation doesn't look like it, there's going to be anything for a few months. And mm-hmm. where I am in my life, I don't know yeah. if I can wait a few months. Yeah, it's true. Right? Like can you wait that long? It's 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 a really tough line. Yeah, it's a really tough line, and especially coming out of a pandemic where I felt like yeah. so much was put on hold for such a long time. I just yeah. want to start doing things. Yeah, it's true. It's 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 kind of a nice thing, like especially if you're in a spot where you know, like you know, it kind of allows you to do things, like you know, travel or or kind of have a work life balance. Um, it's really handy coming out of a pandemic. You know, when you're like, oh. I, I want to go here, but, you know, it's in April, per se, you know, a couple months from now. It's like, you know, I, I could stay at this job for that long just to, you know, be able to do that. And then maybe after that, look at it. Um, so there's, there's pros and cons, really. 
to yeah. keeping your job in that sense. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But I mean, the one thing I think we can all agree on that we hate about for job hunting or looking at jobs, because it's fun. It's fun to look. I get the notifications on my email. I always do. I Who turns those off, yeah, first know, of all? Yeah. Um, so you're everyone's always getting those notifications. Yeah. But writing a cover letter. You know what? Yeah, I definitely have opinions on that. I hate it. I think it's the dumbest thing on the planet. Um, <laughs> okay, Nick, tell us how you really feel. Well, what are you doing? You're, what's on your resume? Your work history? Kind of about you, right? Mm-hmm. The hell's a cover letter? What you did? Like, what's I, the difference here? Right? It's one of those things like, <laughs> why don't you ask me? Well, that's what I mean. Like, if you're going to get the interview, like, you're going to have everything you already are going to ask in the cover letter. I just don't get what you're... The cover letter is just the paragraph form of your work history. <laughs> like, yeah. what is this? And also, it's a little too flashy, in my oh, opinion. Everyone's going to blow up what they did a little, a little bit. Well, it's that, but also just like... Like... You're way too, you're making, yeah, you're just making it sound way better than it is. Like, I don't say what we did at Bell Media. It's, it's not a, I make it sound a lot more glamorous than it actually was. Actually, Nick, we should, like, both go over what we say we did there. I know you did, like, more than me, but yeah, during that time really. that we were both there and the things I did do that were similar to you, I want to go over to see if we can embellish. <laughs> we can do that. Absolutely. Yeah, because I but. mean, I think what I wrote is pretty good, but I remember, you know, everyone, you go on LinkedIn and you're like, oh, what did they write? If you had the same job as them, you want to see what they wrote. And I yeah. remember that we worked with someone at Bell and yeah. I looked at what they wrote and I was like, damn, we did all that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was like one of those moments. It was just like, right, yeah. I guess you, it's okay to embellish because yeah, you did do that in some yep. capacity yep. yeah you maybe didn't do it single-handedly but no is that company asking you to single-handedly do that thing no 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 exactly exactly it's 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 all that's yeah you're just you just you pump the tires a bit you know like what what what's the difference and probably not like unless it's like a life or death situation like you know if you said oh yeah i know cpr when you don't actually know cpr well that's an issue but you know, if you're saying you know how to use Microsoft Excel, you've used it, but you don't know necessarily how to use Excel. Yeah, I don't know the formulas. I'm going to be honest. It's relatively easy to learn. Not that I've learned it. My mom's a wizard at it. But, like, it's it's something that you could say you do. Take the time to learn it. It's not, it's not, it's not hard to learn. Like, I know this for a fact. I just haven't put in the time to actually learn it because <laughs> I haven't needed to. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's a lot of times when you're looking at things, it's like, okay, maybe I don't have that, but could I do it? Yeah. Oh, right? Look at your own abilities. Yep. Believe in yourself. Look at that future you that you're like, yo, I want to be that badass in, I don't know, 10 years. Yeah. And I want to live up to that future self. What did she do? Mm -hmm. Or what did he do? Fake it till you make it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... You having an earthquake over there? I don't know. <laughs> I love it. But anyway. Um, I, guys, I'm sorry for this because it's it's not 
Spencer, and they're. It's an earthquake. This is a laneway house, and the garage is on the other side, and I think they're like drilling into there <laughs> or something. At nine forty-eight on a Thursday. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. There's I been odder times. I love it. I love it. But anyway, yeah, cover letters are absolutely atrocious. Now. Where do you fo- where okay? Where do you land on the opinion of cover letters? Should they be formal or more like you? Ooh, okay. See, I I'm right in the middle because I went to a liberal university where it was okay to show some personality. Yeah. But anyone who's ever taught you to write a cover letter or a resume or has told you to read one, mm-hmm. it's always formal. It's always I don't I don't know how to explain formalness, but yeah. it's it's long format. It doesn't have a lot of sparkle to it. No, periods. Um, do you really get to read anything about the personality in there? You kind of just okay, that's what they did, but I don't that doesn't yeah. sound like me. Well that's, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. It doesn't sound like you. Mm-hmm. And that that was the thing that I had with it. It's like I'm writing this cover letter. And, you know, my dad, he's a technical writer. He's pretty good at this stuff. You know, I, I have him look it over. No problem. But he makes it formal the way it should be written. <laughs> like, my mom has done that to me. Right. Like, it's not It's not that he's wrong. And it's not that any of these things are wrong. But I just don't know if it's necessary. It's 2021. Like, is that necessarily the way to go anymore? Like, you know, you're writing. It's like, hey, it's Nick. I and I worked at this company and really enjoyed it because of my sports background. Period. <laughs> and then A B C. <laughs> you know, like you're you're. It's it sounds like you honestly just stole a cover letter off online, inserted your name. Like. You could do that. <laughs> it, you could, and no one would care. <laughs> but, like, what when you get something, with, your I don't know when you personalize it like. You know, would it be a little weird for you to, you know, read like, a, hello, my name is Nick, and, and I enjoy doing these things. And then for me to walk up and be like, hey, yo, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm excited for this opportunity. <laughs> like, Have you actually gone into an uh, interview and say, yo, what's up? I mean, maybe, honestly. Maybe not like in that sense. Probably like, oh, hey. hey I could see you doing that in one interview because I know what interview that was and the type of people you were talking to. Yeah, maybe, yeah, yeah. Um, but, but otherwise, I get what you mean, though, to go in and being, you but, know, like, Nick, who's a happy-go-lucky guy who um, can, like, brighten up a room. How right, do but, you get that across on paper? Well, see, I just think it's like a little switch. Instead of saying hello, you say, hey, I'm not saying hello to somebody. I'm going like, hey, how's it going? Yeah, that, that's that's, that's That's Nick. That's what... That's what I've said on interviews. They're like, oh, hey, how are you? I'm like, oh, hey, I'm not bad. How are you, how, how you doing? How's it going? You know, like, I'm not going to change. I'm not going to sound formal for an interview. If you want to hire me, you got to hire me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what? What? what is the point of me writing a formal cover letter when I can make it sound like me but also be professional? You can do it. It's, it's possible. I did it not too long ago. <laughs> Nick did it. He's living proof. Like, like for real, look, I'll take from the last interview I had. It was, it was an interview that was more like, it was a real happenstance occurrence. Um, like, um, 
basically what happened is my friend went to get glasses and I made the remark of saying, on your face or in your case. <laughs> oh, Nick. <laughs> the person had never heard this before. Like the, the, the person at the glasses store. She's like, oh my God, that's amazing. I'm like, ah, I think it's from Arthur or what, or, you know, whatever recess or something like that. And they're like, oh my God. So we started talking about, you know, old shows, Canadian history. Like we got into it. Like we started talking and she's like, you know, we're hiring. You should totally apply for laws. I did. Boom, uh, <laughs> bam, baby. Um, but, you know, like, you know, they said, you know, you fill it out online and, you know, Part of me was like, because, you know, like I'm applying for laws. I like, I don't really want the job. I don't really care. Like, I'm not going to take it either way. Um, unless, you know, they offered like an obscene amount of money. <laughs> but, <laughs> They're like, Nick, you're going to make enough to own this store. You're going to be like, like, yeah. Like, exactly. Like, it, w- it would have had to take like an obscene amamount of money. But I knew I wasn't going to get that. So, you know, like they're saying, insert your, you know, resume and cover letter. And I was like, do I really need the cover letter? Like, do I really, really need one? You know, and then, um, so I, so I, I was, uh, you know, I asked my friend and I was like, should I, she's like, you should. I'm like, she's like, I get where you're coming from, but you should anyway. So I literally typed this shit on Microsoft word on my phone. <laughs> I was just, and I, I just typed it out, typed it the way I should be, you know, kind of explain like, oh, you know, like I think glasses are a huge part of fashion. Like I think I look better in glasses and I think glasses can change an entire face. You know, I kind of went into like, like, I kind of like fashion. I think this is a real fashion statement. There's not a lot of differences in glasses wear. Like it's all the same kind of shit. Um, so I was like, why not? So, um, and Nick got the interview. Yeah. (laughs) And you know what? You know what she said? When we started the interview, you had a cover letter. That really set you apart. Hey, that's awesome. <laughs> so, in conclusion, write your cover letters, but make it personal. Because I think it makes it more interesting. Also, by the way, just, just to clarify, that person that I said that thing to who the, at the store who was interested in what I said happened to be the store manager. So you never know who you're talking to. That is true. That is true. I mean, getting jobs is networking anyways at the end of the day. Oh, 100%. But, Nick, I... Okay, so for cover letters, I think we can all agree that you have kind of like a template and you change a paragraph or a couple sentences depending on the job. Totally. Because if you're applying to several, you're not going to go into in-depth. But... I do think that this could solve your problems, Nick. What's that? Of cover letters. Okay. And I'm the only reason I'm saying it is because I'm going to work on it this weekend. Okay. And submit it this weekend. Ooh. So hopefully no one steals what I want to do. <laughs> but I'm going to do a video cover letter. Oh, neat. Right? Neat. Like, sit down. Hey, I'm Krista. Nice to meet you. Or virtually meet you. This is my yep. cover letter. Thought it'd be better to go over things a little bit more in person and literally read what you would have written Yep. or exactly nickify it. But you could also do that with a podcast or like voice recording. How cool would that be? You know what was actually funny? What? Just a side note. So you can add things to that. They're like, add your website or your blog. And I'm like, "Hmm." (laughs) so I added my YouTube channel. Yeah, it's awesome. Why not? And she's like, she's like, I went out, like, I didn't watch any of it yet, but 
I was like, I was kind of surprised. I'm like, you know what? Honestly, you said put like your website or blog. I was like, technically that's my blog. Here, just have the real me, man. Just look at my YouTube. Like it was, but it was a, it was a talking point. You know what I mean? Like it was, um, it, it's a good idea. And I think a video cover letter, especially for someone like me, it would be way better. Like I'm a way better talker than I am a writer. Oh yeah. You put um, people at ease straight away. So like, yeah, and absolutely. Like a, a video cover letter would be make absolute sense. Yeah. But I think you would only do that for the jobs that kind of, it works a bit more for, like, oh, you're totally. not going to do it for a, a business job, maybe a sales no. job. Yeah, but you're not um, like you're you're gonna be able. Yeah, like an accounting or lawyer job, I couldn't really see that working. But yeah. for the jobs that like Nick or myself would be going for, and that we would really want, why not? But I understand you're not gonna spend that time editing. No, and yeah, exactly. Fixing for each specific job. So this is why I'm saying for like a job that you look at and you're like, ooh, like I could do that. You know, like you get kind of excited about. And you know what? That's almost the best part about applying yep. for jobs that little glyphs of hope that you have within yep. yourself that you go i awesome. could do that that moment of belief pretty awesome because honestly i feel like a lot of people as long as you're not like a douchebag chad who's like i'm awesome <laughs> do 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 yeah, yeah, and yeah. sorry if your name is chad and you're listening i it's just the first name that popped in my head for a bigger well, it's, it's stronger kind of louder man point. It's, it's a meme, right? You, you really chatted that up. It's... Yeah, exactly. Um, so unless you're someone like that, I feel like a lot of people don't give themselves credit where credit's due. So when you look at something and you get so excited being like, I could do that, that's a great moment. And I feel like it's a bit of an ego boost. Yeah, it does suck when you don't get the interview. Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah. Or you get the interview and you don't get the job. But hey, you did it. Yeah, well, that's the thing, right? Like... I think a lot of times we all underestimate ourselves like like you look at what's required and you're like oh but you know there's a point of just shooting your shot and you know having something like a video cover letter could set you apart you know like they're they're putting a face to the name you mm -hmm. know what I mean like, which I mean for some jobs also wouldn't work like a government job because yeah they don't care and because you shouldn't even put your photo on a thing like that because yeah. um it actually goes against like their diversity policies so, totally and, and so that like, i get that, that wouldn't work <laughs> that that i get like like diversity wise like you know obviously that could that could be an issue you know but in in some jobs a video cover letter is totally normal yeah anything to do with broadcasting marketing media um just anything set, like that i think could be really setting yourself neat. apart and even even if you did like a video resume Theoretically, you could. And, I mean, a lot of people have done websites that are resumes yep. in a way because it's like, here's my well, here's my work. Yeah, well, TikToks, they're TikTok resumes now. What? That's a thing. Oh, yeah. Apparently, that's a real big thing now. Oh, Nick, we need to get on TikTok. We honestly, this, this podcast needs to get on TikTok. Like, mm. now, honestly. Honestly, <laughs> though, we said it like episode 8 or 10 and I think the official TikTok episode was 15. Oh, wow. With McKenna. I mean, either way, we have blown way past it. Yeah, we we, we, we failed on that one. But we'll get on it soon enough. But um, Oh, no, yeah. Like, Make promises we can't keep, Nick. Like it. Eggs. Good for that's you. How, that's how we do it. But um, no, just, you know, cover letters are good and important. 
and not I don't think really that important, but, <laughs> but they it, can it, they can set you apart like it did for me. Yeah, exactly. I think it is an opportunity, and if you are able to do something like Nick did or what I'm suggesting, do it. See what happens, and you know what? If it didn't work, hopefully that doesn't devastate you too much. <laughs> well, I think what helps is you know what's the worst they can say. No, you don't get a call. Whatever, you move on. It's not right. You already didn't have it. <laughs> like, unless it's the absolute dream job, but how often does that come around? <laughs> and then even then, if it's your absolute dream job, at least you were doing what you thought was best for it. Exactly. And you were presenting exactly. yourself authentically. You and tried. I think that's the one thing that drives me crazy about all this is that it's not your authentic self. Like you're saying, Nick, it's too professional and laid out. And yeah, I get it. The business world is full of working professionals. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think it's changing but millennials are filling up the workforce so get ready <laughs> well exactly like i just think over the time things change you know like my mom she doesn't like beards and you know she was always like well if you ever go on tv you're gonna have to shave your beard not necessarily anymore no you can have a tattoo yep beards tattoos they're a hundred percent in style right now like it's not you know short hair and clean shaven and this perfect looking person anymore it's it's becoming more real <laughs> like why why are we faking who we are like that's what that's that's what i do you know like you fake it till you make it but at least you're doing it who you are <laughs> mm -hmm. i mean nick for you personally i could imagine how much work that would be having to shave like twice a day because <laughs> i know how fast your beard grows <laughs> <laughs> Well, I can't say I've clean shaven since like 2013, so it's been a while. Yeah, like you've gone short. You've gone really short. I've, I've, I've trimmed it, sure, but I've never actually shaved it. Oh my god, are you going to do that for November? Oh god, no. Why, uh, Nick? You would do so well at that. If anything, I do November beard. Ah, yes. Which isn't. I a thing. mean, you could still do that. Yeah, but I, I, it's, it's not. But a you thing, would need but... to like groom it. I just think mustaches are. Frankly, I think they're ugly. I'm telling you right now. I mean, Mustaches it's not like my fiance ugly. has one or anything. Thanks, they, Nick. They... <laughs> you know, actually, I will admit Spencer actually does kind of pull it off. I mean, he um, doesn't just have a mustache, though. He has, like... No, he, like, he makes it work. But I just think... I don't know. They make you, they make you look... Like, if he shaved that, he'd look a lot younger than he, than he would be. Like, I think this... I think the mustache fits his age range really well. Yes, um, but at, at like thirty five, it, adds, it, might it be adds a little panache. But um, I just think overall, like a lot of them are just like, why did you do that to yourself? Like, <laughs> like I never understood it. Like it just, it's just like I just the upkeep for it alone just seems like so much work. Yeah, uh, one year for a Halloween costume, Spence and I did a uh, Princess Peach and Mario took my mascara yeah. and just went ham on it and i was like thanks not using that mascara again the mustache looked grody and this is like when we were 19 so it's not nearly ew. as nice of a mustache as it is now <laughs> oh god no ew you didn't put a fake one on god no he he went for it but i mean the costume turned out pretty well except for my fractured arm that doesn't sound good at all not good Anyway, I'll, fi I'll find the photos. Please send it to me. Um, 
Anyway, jobs, interviews. Right. Fun. <laughs> I don't know. I think I think they can be fun. Um, it's funny though. Uh, I'll just mention this story. My sister put uh, a friend's name forward at her work because she was looking for a job. It wasn't like the job she wanted, but she was kind of looking and it's a job. It, it fit, and they weren't looking for like a very long term person. Like it's like about three months, so it's like okay. Like if you're not looking for anything too much of a commitment, it's almost perfect. Yep. So she gets so excited. So she gets excited for the interview. She hasn't had one for a while. She's like messaging us, what should I wear to the interview? Like Snapchatting the outfits. Like, you know, yep. getting all fun and excited. <laughs> gets the interview. Last minute, my sister is the one interviewing her. <laughs> that is so funny. Like the, she, My sister didn't know that was going to happen. The manager that was supposed to do the interview got called away in an urgent meeting that they yeah. had to go do. And they're like, can you please do it? And it's like, yeah, but, like, she's going to get the job then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Like, yeah, yeah, take them what, take the wins when you can. No matter right? how greasy it is, take it. <laughs> right? I just think it's funny because it's, it's one of those situations you truly do not know who you're being interviewed by. Yeah. I mean, yes, you can look it up, but it can always change. Yeah, I, you know, for a long time, I actually thought, like, like, early on in my working career, I thought, like, my interviews were, like, not the best point. But now, I'm so confident in my interviews that, like, if if Jobs would just give me an interview, my shot goes way better. Mm-hmm. Like, you will see, you like, I will make a better, like, the way my resume is exact, not exactly that long. I haven't had that many jobs. But if you actually talk to me, like, I can win the job. Like, I, I personally think that the interview would separate me. I mean, um, there used to be an old saying when we would hire people at my old job. It was either you're talking yourself into a job or you're talking yourself out of a job. And I feel like you're the type of person that you would talk yourself into a job. I think I can. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that's awesome. And you're right. But I think it does take practice a bit, right? You got to get used to those questions. You got to get rid of your marble mouth. Yeah, I mean, fortunately, you know, broadcasting school kind of helped me with that. But, um, you know, like, it, it, it's easy for me now. It's easy for me to meet people. You know what I mean? Like, the the I had a two interviews with that last job. And, you know, the first one, obviously, I knew who it was. Um, but the second one, you know, it was another store manager from another store. And I was like, you know, like, could that be awkward? Sure. Nah, dude was a great guy. Like, I just, like, it was easy. You know what I mean? Like, like I'm, I'm, I can do it. Like, just put me up against somebody like just give me a shot that's honestly what i'm saying <laughs> like shots aren't given often enough mm-hmm. and it's not just me like I, I there's a lot of people i feel like just deserve a shot to at least get a chance oh absolutely like, and i mean nick if you do a verbal cover letter and submit them an audio file you could say that just give me a shot just give me a I damn feel like chance be epic it could be could be a win i feel like because like if i would hear that i'd be like damn I will give him a shot. <laughs> yeah. Confidence, baby. That's what you got to show. Yeah. And I think um, at the end of the day, that's the most important thing when thinking about interviews is just having the confidence in yourself and your abilities. Yep. Just know what you're talking about. Know your own history, which you probably do. Um, you'll get there. Like, it'll be fine. Honestly, like, just rock it. You, you know, be yourself. Like, that's honestly, I think the biggest advice you could give is just be yourself. Don't be some you know, random formal person because the second you get on the job site and you're not like that, it's like, oh, wait, what? 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> just and just I mean, be you. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if you need a ego boost because you're like, uh, I don't know. Like, if you're at the moment where you don't have confidence about your abilities or think that you can get that job, come to Nick and I. We will give you an ego boost, okay? G- give us a brief read-through of your resume and we'll be like, damn, you did all that. We will pump your tires so hard you will be overinflated. <laughs> <laughs> you like that tire metaphor today it works it does it for works. a lot of what we've said you've only it, used it twice but both it, times it, brilliant it, it's just money <laughs> at the end of the day it's just money it's all just money it's all just gravy baby just gravy baby <laughs> anyway anyways i feel like we have some questions of the week nick i think we do questions are we doing this questions 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 (laughs) questions they are questions (laughs) of the week uh thanks for doing that with me nick i'm glad glad i could help Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. glad i could help (sighs) okay 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 do you want to start with yours sure that you picked out Sure, I can do that. All right. Nick and Krista, what's your guilty pleasure song right now? Like, what's what, like, I mean, I'm assuming by guilty pleasure, it's probably something that you don't necessarily want to tell anybody that you're listening to kind of thing, you know what I mean? (laughs) It's the one on the Spotify list that's, you know, hidden so people don't look at your spot and be like, really? (laughs) Um... For me, I think it's kind of obvious, and it's not, like, I just don't like being basic sometimes, but I am. <laughs> I'm just going to be honest. It's fine. It's Wild okay. Streams, new version, Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah, that's boring. I know, it is so boring, but, like, like I opened up my Swift Spotify while you were asking that question, because I, like, honestly wanted to see, and it's, like, last played song, and I'm like, yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, I, like, you're a Taylor Swift fan, though. Like, I don't know, I don't know, it doesn't. Like, many years ago, I would say Taylor Swift was my guilty pleasure. I wouldn't say that now, because everybody knows I'm a fan. (laughs) I guess, but, I mean, I'm not embarrassed of my music. I just know I don't have good taste. (laughs) I, to be honest, One Tree Hill, Peyton, she, I wanted her music taste. She just seems so cool. Oh, my God. That's terrible. (laughs) Okay, Nick, hit me with your guilty pleasure. I need to know. Okay, so, see, mine, I think, is actually weird. Like, I say this... I listen to Taylor Swift, but really, if you look at my thing, it's Taylor's the only pop music I truly have. <laughs> well, there's one you song. You listen to a lot more pop rock. Yeah, exactly. Like, guitars and stuff. Not, not, yeah. Anyway. But there's one song that was played on the radio when we were working at Bell, and it didn't come on too often. It was one of those songs that came on every so often. Um, and then, you know, I'd hear it around. I'm like, oh, you know what? That was actually a banger of a song. Then I looked it up. I'm like, oh, shit. This actually is a good song. <laughs> so, is it? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, do you know the song Sweet But Psycho by Ava Max? It, the name is from, like, the name like, of like the a, song is oh, familiar, but I can't think of the beat. Oh, she's sweet, but she's psycho. A little bit psycho. Yeah, yeah, you know that one? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. So that okay, we'll song. Put, Nick, can you put a good clip in? <laughs> yes, I can do that. Um, 
Yeah, so basically, that song is an absolute bop. Like, bop and a half. Like, I really love that song. So, that's probably my guilty pleasure song right now, which... Ava Max. Nice. Yeah, I mean, I think somebody you can truly just kind of like bop out to is the best. It's just, it's just a fire song. It's just good. So, so good. Okay. Um. So the other question is, okay, Nick. I know we kind of picked this question that was asked to us. Do we want to save it for more of a topic, or should we just ask it and answer very quickly? Can ask it and just answer it. Okay. <laughs> Can always be a topic later. <laughs> True. So funny because it's music related and this is not planned because it's actually asked. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> um, why do you, Nick and Krista? Why do you like the music that you like? That like we, the we yeah. <laughs> that is a loaded question, actually. Um, why do we like the music that we like? Well, so I think a lot of people's answer would be like, oh, my dad listened to this, so I kind of got into that genre. Or my mom listened to this, so I kind of got into that genre. Um, I'll say my type of music, only one in my family. Even my cousins. Everybody. Nobody really? likes but my taste of music. your dad's like a musician. Yeah, but that doesn't mean he listens to Rise Against. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I mean, no. I feel like people who are musicians have a little bit more of a unique music taste. No. He listens to a lot of different music, but that doesn't mean he listens to my music. I remember one time we were on a family trip to Penticton. This was like way long ago. And, you know, I was like, I was like, oh, we could play my music. And my mom, before I even ended the question, she's like, no. <laughs> your mom she, does not like your music. No. Can't stand it. But um, anyway, like, I don't know. Like, I, for me, it just, it, hit the, it hits the ear right. Like, this, these are songs that I like. There are reasons for it. You know, like, I think originally why I liked Taylor Swift because I thought she was pretty. You know, you might look on her stuff more, I don't know, more favorable. Um, Lindsey Sterling was somebody like, I watch, watch your music videos. That's what made me a fan. And our music's amazing. You know, like, for Eyes Against, you know, it was just, it was on a Madden video game. And then I heard Prayer of the Refugee on the TV and I bought the album. You know what I mean? Like, like these are things that you just, like, for me, how did I get that? I listened to music and it hit my ear right. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a good way to explain it, though. It just kind of hits the soul right. Yeah, you just, you, you, you connect with it. You feel it. Yeah, and I think for me, the reason I like the music I like is that either it makes me very happy. Like, yeah. typically there are upbeat songs and I, I like to be happy. Yeah. Or I like songs that are very, like, Oof, you know, yeah. because I can't, I can't imagine those emotions, or I have them, and they can, they have the words they for them. Put, yeah, they put your, they put words to your emotion. That's exact. That's what music, music is what feelings sound like. Beautifully, that was beautiful, <laughs> Nick. <laughs> that was so great. That's that's a magnet on my fridge. <laughs> okay, one more. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Nick and Krista, uh, you both have talked about being kind of doing fitnessy things. Nick more sportsy, oh, yeah. Krista more at the gym. Uh, how do you find motivation to keep doing it? Ah, oh, great friggin' question. <laughs> oh my god, that makes me feel bad. Zero, uh, no motivation. I have not been to the gym in a week. Ah. Like, look, I don't go to the gym. Um, I feel like that's a lot more of a commitment than playing sports. 
Like for me, how? What I lo- okay, hold on. How you commit to playing soccer? Okay, that's a two-hour game plus a one-hour warm-up beforehand, and then during the week you have a practice that's like an hour and a half, and then getting there and all that. You're committing okay. like five hours a week. Okay, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> I know, but you did. And yeah, in high school, I. And I like Mr. Ultimate Frisbee and volleyball all the time this last summer. Yeah, I, but I'm not saying it doesn't take commitment. I'm just <laughs> saying it's a lot easier to get up for something that you love to do and it's the only time you get to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like it's not like the gym where I'm going to, you know, forcing myself to go lift weights and stuff like that. Um, it's it's easy. It's It's easy. Like, I get to play Ultimate once a week. Like, I don't know. Like, it's just for me, it's what I want to do. It's a lot easier to do it when you want to do it. The feel, I, I definitely happens to me, and I think we've talked about this before. It happens to me when, you know, I get the feeling I just don't want to go today. That's totally fine. You can feel that. But if you want, if you want to get motivation or figure out how to go to the gym or do that sport or whatever, just go. You can <laughs> always, look, you can always, you know, lift a couple weights, go on the bike, or, you know, play a few points on the, at the, at the field or whatever, like unless your number is specific, like team sports related, like if you if your number depends on the game, you're kind of stuck. But honestly, like it say for ultimate for me, I can go play a couple points, and just be like, you know what, not feeling it today, I'm gonna go. Like, but you're not gonna do that. You're gonna stay. That's the fun- not, that's the funny but, part about sports. That's what I'm saying. Like usually when and this is people tr- that I've heard from, you know, like. When I get there and play the sports, I feel a ton better. Even if I didn't want to go in the first place, I feel a lot better afterward. And I've heard this from people who go to the gym too. They're like, I didn't want to go, but I got into it. And now I feel a hundred times better after the fact. So my, I guess just in, in the sense of that is um, like, just go and do it. Worst case, you leave early. Yeah, I mean, I think that's good advice. Just don't think about it. That's my thing. If you yeah. start thinking about how you don't want to go, yep, you're, you're, you're already going. halfway to losing the battle. Yeah, so if you don't going. let yourself think about it, self think about it, and you just start putting on clothing, yeah. you're already doing it. Yep, you're already halfway there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can probably think of some better things another day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fair enough. Anyways. 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 <laughs> Recommendation. recommendations of the week we recommend things you do them see them watch them do whatever with them mm-hmm. can i go first be my guest okay i'm not sure if this is like something i recommended before <laughs> but i had an omelet for dinner tonight and it was just like next level <laughs> you know like sometimes i, I forget know. like i'm not saying have breakfast for dinner i'm saying have an omelet for dinner specifically have an omelet for dinner specifically and i don't even like eggs <laughs> i was gonna say like omelets kind of suck like hot take maybe but not good oh <laughs> dude you gotta put some bacon in that some spinach i could just eat the bacon see that's the thing though i think i used to think that too you just have the bacon on the side have some scrambled eggs and then have some fruits I and veggies i don't no no you put it all in there and mix it up I, it makes it better i don't I, I swear. Like Trust eggs. me. Trust me. I, I don't like eggs. I'm not going to eat it. <laughs> okay, you go, Nick. 
So it's a rock recommendation I will not be partaking in, but you guys, you, everybody can do it. I will invite <laughs> you over for dinner one day and make an omelet. And if it's omelets, I'm out the door going back home. Oh my god, you would though. I would. Oh. Anyway, uh, my recommendation is there's a mall that's currently like being built. It's like half old mall, half new mall. The old mall is like super uber duper depressing. <laughs> like it's really, it's like you just feel depressed in the mall. It's weird. Where? Brentwood. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, like that mall. So like, it's like half the stores are closed. It's disgusting. Because Brentwood wasn't it. a real mall to begin it with. It wasn't. But, but they're building it. It's the new one called the Amazing Brentwood. Like they're redoing it all. Like it's fancy. You know, they actually have actual stores there now. Like it's a real. It's becoming bigger. It's not quite finished yet, but um, anyway. So we, I went with a friend to hit it up just to see what it was like. Uh, but they got this thing. It's called the Rec Room. It's like an arcade. Apparently, this is really big in Toronto. Um, and if you're like me and remember Pladium, Pladium. What that is? Krista doesn't know what that is. Um, that's disappointing. But <laughs> anyway, it's like it's like it's like an arcade, like. Um, Pladium, I remember, and apparently still exists, is, like, a really big, like, it's arcade, like, every game imaginable. Like, when I was a kid and it was at Metro Town, like, there were games, like, you know, like, you ride the horses and you gotta go faster to win the race Wait, and kick a soccer ball. Wasn't it? I thought it was called Playdome. No. No, that was downtown at BC Plays. What was the one in Maple Ridge? Multiplex. I, sure. Anyway. Rec Room, they got, you know, they got good games. You know, they got all the regular, you know, like the shooting games, the, you know, big game Hunter, Halo. And then they got, you know, they got Skee-Ball. They got throw Skee-Ball! They got, they got all these different types of games. But it's fun to kill an afternoon in the arcade. Argue, maybe a little expensive. But, um, you know, like, I think 30-ish dollars gets you, like, 200 credits. And, you know, some games cost 4 credits. Some games cost 15 credits, you know. Depends what you're doing. Um, but, you know, it's a fun way to kill an afternoon. You know, like like I say, like $30, you could do a lot worse. Um, so, yeah, it's called the Rec Room. It's at the Amazing Brentwood. You get, like, one of these fancy little wristbands, and you just go boop. And then you pay your credits, and then you play a game, and you get tokens. Well, you don't get, like, actual tickets. You know, you get virtual tickets. Okay, but is it better than Castle Fun Park? It's different than Castle. Like, I'd say the arcade itself is better than Castle Fun Parks. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, Castle Fun Park is the fact that you can, you know, mini golfing, batting cage. Cart. If you're looking for the whole thing, Castle Fun Park. If you're looking for the arcade, Brentwood. Also, it's not friggin' Abbotsford. Okay, yes, it does depend on where you live (laughs) as well. (laughs) Yeah, like, for me, Brentwood's a hell of a lot closer than Castle Fun Park. Yeah, it is. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, that's, yeah, that's my recommendation. Check your rec room if you want some arcade fun. It's been years since I've been doing an arcade, so it was pretty neat. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, it's exciting. A nice indoor activity for these fall days ahead of us. Mm-hmm. Getting colder out. Yes, a little bit, a little bit. Anyways, anyway. this episode's also coming out on Thanksgiving, I believe, if we time everything right. Oh, yeah. Monday would be Thanksgiving Monday, mm-hmm. so happy Thanksgiving, listeners. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving, you gravy curds. I hope you put gravy on everything. You have to. If you, you have to. Like, it's Thanksgiving. That's when gravy comes out. This this whole podcast is based around gravy. It has nothing to do with gravy. Anyway. Oh, yeah. If you don't yes. get a story of Nick and I pouring gravy on something, then it wasn't Thanksgiving. Yeah. Send us all your stuff if you went on Thanksgiving. It would be funny. <laughs> 
I love it. Okay, talk to you guys later. We'll be back at it again with more discontinued gravy next week. <laughs>